Don't you get tired of hearing about how polarized society is? Let us take a mindful and pragmatic approach. This podcast will break down internal conflicts, helping you navigate these topics and allow them to coexist in your life. I'm your host, Aisha, a lover of deep conversations, and let's get started. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Coexisting the Podcast. My name is Aisha, and I am your host. I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you're enjoying the weather. So I don't know where you're from, but now it's summer in the Netherlands. And summer is literally my favorite time of the year because I grew up in the sun, but then I just started to not appreciate it because it was, you know, too intense. But now in the Netherlands, we have the season. So I only get to enjoy constant sun once a year. And I totally appreciate that time. I spend a lot of time outside on my balcony. (laughs) I always forget if it's called a balcony or a Porsche. Today is the last episode of season one. And the episode is going to be focused on the journey towards cultivating acceptance And one of my favorite things about the podcast is that a lot of the inspiration that I get for the episodes are directly tied to personal things that I'm going through. So if I'm going through a situation in life in which I realized, wow, I was able to cultivate acceptance and I feel so inspired to share with other people the knowledge that I used to cultivate it, also the tools and just some general thoughts that maybe help you in your journey towards cultivating acceptance. Acceptance is defined as a person's approval to the reality of a situation, recognizing a process or a condition, which a lot of times is seen as being negative, without attempting to change or protest it. And it derives from a Latin word that I cannot pronounce, meaning to find rest in. The reason why I also want to talk about it is related to the fact that in the last episode, we spoke about resistance to change and why it's difficult to change and why resistance comes up. And I think a nice side of the same coin is acceptance. Acceptance is such a positive skill that we can all cultivate within our lives and that we can all directly practice through situations that we go through. There are different types of acceptance. There's self-acceptance, so accepting yourself for who you are, social acceptance, and also acceptance of things that we cannot control. And I would say that depending, well, everyone has their own experience, Personally, as someone with anxiety, well, I don't have anxiety. I can be anxious. I find accepting things that I cannot control the most difficult one because I enjoy having control of things, but always, you know, getting reminded that there are some things that are simply outside of our circle of control. It can be a hard pill to swallow. And some other people struggle with accepting themselves and accepting flaws about themselves that they wish they didn't have. And the reason why I think it's very important to talk about it is that this is a skill that people don't really 
teach it to us. It's not taught in school, for example. A lot of these things aren't. However, it's so it's so important to cultivate for us to have a higher quality of life in which we are not always for a very long time struck by events outside of our control. And a lot of times acceptance or getting to a point where you are ready to accept feels like such a big achievement on its own. And it's given that it's not something that we are taught, it's really important for us to find the opportunities in our lives and be exposed to situations which allow us the chance to cultivate and learn how to accept things in our lives. In this episode, I want to talk about it, um, as you already know. And acceptance is very widely discussed in Eastern philosophies, in Buddhism, Taoism. A lot of them put acceptance as the basis of their teachings. In this episode, I will talk about why it's so challenging to cultivate acceptance, what cultivating acceptance can bring us, and how we can work towards cultivating it. So very practical as well. There's different levels to why it's challenging. So let's start with us as people first and then move on move on to more social expectations type of reasons. I am a very stubborn person and I am also very persistent. Once I have an idea in my head of how I want something to look like or actualize in reality, I find it very difficult to let go of that idea. I understand at the same time that it's not realistic, but my stubbornness and persistence it's it's a I see them as a positive trait because I have achieved so much in terms of change in my life like changing some habits that I consider to be unhealthy because I was very persistent with it and I didn't give up. At the same time, for me it's sometimes difficult to tell when is it time to let it go. When is my stubbornness and persistence damaging me? When is it that I'm trying to control something that's not in my direct control. And something that I recently had to learn was just, I need to assess the situation by determining what is my level of control here. Is it a situation in which I can only control my response and not the outcome? That I really, yeah, I find it difficult sometimes to accept that that's the reality. But yeah, that that is the reality. So I would say that your personality can definitely play a role into how you navigate acceptance and why you can find it a challenging thing to have. The other thing about ourselves is also that we have our beliefs and perception of reality and our cognitive bias. So how we perceive a situation to be has a certain meaning for us. It tells us a certain story. And it could be that we are just attached to this story, as I just explained. And related to that is the fact that we are, we have bias towards our beliefs. So we consciously or subconsciously, I would say more so, look for information that aligns with what we believe in. So when there's counterproof, we simply, we don't want to accept this. We want to deny it. And that also makes acceptance challenging because in that situation, it's 
Maybe it's not even clear to yourself that you are biased because simply it's your belief. And when something is a belief, we can hold on to it very strongly. The third thing is emotional pain. I would say that when you're not feeling great about a situation, acceptance is the last thing that's on your mind. Dealing with situations can cause us emotional discomfort. And emotional discomfort is quite difficult because we want to, on the one hand, avoid the anger, disappointment, and also grief that comes with the pain, which makes us go back to a point where we feel comfortable. So by not accepting the pain, we can kind of create the illusion in our heads that we are in a safe place again, which is also very interesting. I guess our brains, like we said in the previous episode, they just don't want to see us change that much. The other reason is also fear of the unknown, which is very logical. The current situation, whether you accept it or not, is known to you. A future situation is unknown. You don't know how you're going to feel in that situation. You don't know how the situation is going to look like. You don't really know if it's what you want. So no matter how badly the current situation can be, the future situation is still an unknown. And at least you know that the current situation is bad. That one, I find it very interesting. And it just shows how our brains are just so wired to keep seeking comfort and keep seeking what is known to us. And moving more outside of ourselves and looking at a bigger scale, there's social expectations and our social conditioning. We have an idea in our heads about how our lives are supposed to look like. And we can struggle to accept it when we see that the reality isn't meeting up to social expectations that others have of us. I think subconsciously we all deal with it, but I've heard people talk more so of when they come from Middle Eastern families and how they feel pressure to get married and they find it really difficult to accept that they are just not at that place yet where one, they want marriage or two, that they have met people that would meet up to their criteria for what they consider to be marriage material. So that one is very interesting. I really, I'm not going to say I love that conflict. I don't, but I find it a very interesting conflict to have when you feel very strongly about something, but your culture or the expectations that your parents set out for you are clashing with your own feelings. I would say that getting to a place of realizing that we might struggle with acceptance and that we know why that is. As usual, it's a very personal process and it could be that you just don't accept a situation because of previous experience as well. So I think there are more reasons, but I hope that this one can serve as a guide to help you think about why you might find it challenging or maybe you don't find it challenging at all. What does not accepting do to us? I would say, for me at least, is that when I'm in a state of not accepting, I can feel and see my life quality, my experience in life, and my happiness declining a little bit. I feel like it holds me back when I don't accept how I feel or how a situation is turning out for me 
because I'm still trying to force something that just cannot be. And as I said, it's very difficult to try to find a balance between recognizing when something is no longer working out versus being persistent and being stubborn and doing what quote-unquote successful people do, which is to keep persisting. It's difficult to recognize that you're persisting in the wrong area. And I think that's also something that it does is that it takes, it robs your energy from you because you're investing it in something that you need to learn to accept it for what it is. And in that sense, it robs us of growth, of putting ourselves into new situations that might help us grow in different ways. And lastly, it robs us the opportunity of being able to practice acceptance and this skill. When I say practice acceptance, I don't mean to become good at accepting in one go. I think it's something to build up because as I said, we are not really taught this skill in school. A lot of these more emotional, intelligent skills are not really taught to us. And we need to find a way through life to navigate and teach ourselves. And practicing is a great way to do it. It could be anything. For example, my neighbor downstairs has a dog that has separation anxiety. And this dog, between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. every day, barks because they go to work and the dog sitter is not there yet. And I have had to learn to accept this dog in my life. And I am not going to lie. There are moments when I don't accept this dog in my life and I'm really annoyed at my neighbors and I text them and I ask them if they can do something about it. And then there are moments where I'm more accepting towards the existence of this being into my life. So that just showcases that being... (laughs) Practicing the skill doesn't mean you have to be perfect at it. It just means that you practice doing it. So let's talk about what it can bring us to practice this skill in our lives. When I reflect back, acceptance, when I was ready to accept, which sometimes takes me a long time to get there, it's the first step towards growth, I see it. So I accept, I admit to myself how I feel about a situation, how the situation actually is, that I actually cannot change it. All I can do is either try to change the way that I feel about it, the way that I show up, or I have to put myself in a different situation. I like that it gives me the clarity of being able to make that decision once I'm finally ready to accept. It also helps us by increasing our resilience It fosters resilience in the face of adversity because when we are acknowledging and accepting difficult situations, we can refocus our energy on adapting, on learning, on finding solutions rather than investing more energy in denial, in resistance, in the negative part of it. My personal favorite one is personal freedom. It allows me the space to live authentically and embrace who I am because through both denial and resistance and acceptance, I learned so much 
I learned so much about myself and the things that I am good at and the things that I'm not so good at yet. And by being in situations in which I have to practice acceptance, I also know exactly the things that I am currently struggling with. And that that is somehow freeing, just accepting your flaws, accepting where you are today is very freeing to me. And it can help us in different areas of our lives. It can help us at work, in friendships, romantic relationships, with our health, with the life goals that we have. And I would say that it's really underrated. I mean, I know that acceptance is talked about a lot in religion and in more the Eastern philosophies, but I just wish that we spoke about it more of what it means. I think that it doesn't get the credit it deserves because it's so powerful. <laughs> to finally be able to accept feels powerful to me. And how can we work then towards cultivating acceptance? Again, very personal. I think we should all, given what are the areas that we struggle with, we can also think for ourselves, what are some ways that we can better practice acceptance in a small scale already? An example like what I just gave with the dog of my neighbor's it could be applied in many, many different ways. It could also be applied in a way that you accept the clothes that you currently have in your closet and you just stick to wearing those. You accept that currently you don't like pasta. You want to eat rice. That's also acceptance. Realizing that in change, in dealing with internal conflicts, being ready to accept is a huge step. And I think Realizing that already helps us towards cultivating it because we are not so focused on the end result, but we are more focused on the journey and the steps that we have to make to get to a place where we are closer to what we desire. So that's very nice about it, having that realization. Seeing it as a skill that you can train and get better at over time. As I said before, I think that once we want to cultivate a skill or once you want to learn something, starting small and finding little ways of implementing it in your life instead of wanting to end-to-end -end already be able to accept everything and everyone, just finding little opportunities to practice it is great. And as I already said as well, finding out and becoming aware of the reasons why you find it difficult to accept certain situations also helps you because then you understand yourself better and you know which situations you need to pay more attention to. I know as a fact that things that I find difficult to accept are related to like societal norms. For example, I find sexism very difficult for me to accept, even though... It's something that's a bit outside of my control. Still, I find it difficult to accept it and I will stand up against it. However, my way of what I do accept about myself is that I'm not going to fight with everyone that says 
something sexist that I accept as well, that I want to not always involve myself in those conversations and just keep my energy because I want to invest it in reading a book or making this podcast. So in that sense, I always also have to accept that although I have very strong beliefs about a subject, that I am not always going to engage in it. Also a way to practice acceptance. So I hope that you found this episode to be insightful and that you learned something. And do ask yourself, what could cultivating acceptance in my life do for me? Why or what are the reasons that I sometimes struggle to cultivate acceptance? And what is the smallest thing I can do tomorrow or right now to cultivate acceptance in my life? As we are coming to the end of the episode, I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to the first season of Coexisting the podcast. I I have no words, as in I this was an idea. It was in my head. I got the encouragement from, from someone to do it and I just went through with it. And it gives me so much energy and I really enjoy doing it, which is why I also will take some time to think about how I can make it better for you and give you a better experience listening to the podcast or watching it, who knows. So if you have any ideas or any thoughts, suggestions, please feel free to reach out to me on the Instagram page. And and yeah, I will see you in some time. Thank you so much. Bye.